does it does it not feel kind of weird to know there's college football this weekend and there's not a a Sooner or an OSU game or a Tulsa game? It feels a little weird, right? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's disappointing. It's my FOMO is kicked in. I'm missing out. It's two years in. I don't like this feeling. I don't like missing out. Now, I mean, as fans, you can. You can choose the level of interest, right? You can decide and, and and embrace, all right, well, my team isn't there, but would love to still see a team like TCU play for a national championship, so I'll embrace it. But then there's that other side, which, based on the tone and tenor of this this here reporter, see, I, only Tyler gets that in, in you, and it just brings me so much joy that you do, but based on the tone and tenor of this here show, um, it doesn't seem as if there's a lot of embracing that's going on of, hey, man, listen, tough year for us. Go get him, TCU. What? No, because every every good-hearted sports fan out there is saying to themselves, let's go Wildcats. <laughs> You're saying, oh, no, no, no. There is a really good piece by David Harris. It's 12... 12 things to the season, 12 moments for TCU. I thought it was really good. Kind of made me like him more. But beyond just their defensive coordinator, Joe Gillespie, there is a Tulsa tie slash connection to it. So I'll lay it all out coming up later in the program. How are you on this Friday morning? Good morning. Did you understand Lee's email to say that he's going to be on today, just not next week. I think that's what I understood from it. Let me let me go reread You're go it. Go double again. read it. Okay. I saw that one of the lines changed and did not click said email. Oh, okay. Well, I, it's just Lee is our. I guess you could say, wow, goal already. Holy smokes! What a start for Portugal. First of all, oh no, whoa! Obviously, I don't understand my color schemes as well as I should. Yeah, there you go. Okay, that's Portugal. <laughs> they first put the lineup on Korea, and I was like, what? Meanwhile, they keep showing this dude in the in the stands, and I just had to crack up at a moment that took place. They're showing this guy sitting in the stands as the World Cup is on during this year, very radio program. And he was sitting. They're like movie seats, right? And the seat was up, and he was sitting on the edge of it, so he's up higher. And, of course, what do you think was happening? Somebody was was yelling at him to sit down behind him. It's like, bro, I think he's kind of important if the TV cameras have caught him. But goal Portugal early on in that one. Thanks to T-Row for laying out that Portugal is already moving on. Oh, thank you. And our World Cup updates are brought to you by All-American Roofing. By the way, one other thing that you that Josh Helmer slyly did this week I, for some reason, got in a mode of calling Boo Corrigan Boo Carrington like every other time. I don't know why, and I don't know where it came from, which means I think I gave him, what, three names now? So it was Boo Weekly for a while. <laughs> which is still the best. For a former, and I think current PGA golfer, Boo Weekly. Uh, his actual name, Boo Corrigan, and then somehow Boo Carrington came out, and you had Googled him one time during a segment. I was like, am I saying something wrong? So that was very kind of you. Thank you. Because it carried over like the rest of the day. I couldn't get it out of my head. Corrigan. Boo Boo Corrigan became Boo Carrington on this program on Wednesday. But I digress. So Sounds like somebody that likes porridge, doesn't it? Boo yes, Corrigan. A little warm on a day like today. But I got to be honest with you, Josh. 
um, as we circle this bad boy back towards the, the weekend that is. My FOMO is on tilt. That's my fear of missing out. And I guess I have a confession to make because I do find myself just wanting to see TCU run the table. And I don't know how to feel about that. Um, I don't know if that triggers some of you and it makes you very mad at me. Maybe questions, allegiances, or whatever might be the case. But I spent I spent Wednesday, Wednesday and Thursday talking to a lot of Kansas State greats. Talked to Tyler Lockett yesterday on the Big 12 show, which was really cool. Talked to Skylar Thompson, which was really cool. I was really impressed with Skylar Thompson. In fact, we got a little bit of both of those to share today, including – Uh, Tyler for the Tulsa peeps talking about the Fulton street bookstore that he's very much involved in. But I I, I talked to Chris. Did I mention Chris Kleiman already? But I don't know why Josh, there is as long as I put out of my head (laughs) what happened against Oklahoma and what I perceived as an incredible cheap shot, an incredible cheap shot. I just, I think the stories that are currently on the, guess you would say, southern side of the purple. I don't know. I find a little bit. And that's not anything against Kansas State. It's just I think Kansas State beats TCU. I'm, I'm almost here for what that debate might look like, but I don't think the Big 12 and still in that Oklahoma wins because there's still that extra playoff payout that you would get from having a team in the playoffs and then, of course, in a New Year's Day Six Bowl. So I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not thinking of it financially. I love everything about Kansas State. And I kind of want to see the chaos. But Josh, I come to you on this Friday morning as somebody who is embracing the hypnotoad, as someone who is sitting here just in my mind with uh, the greatest Roger Dorn, or maybe it was Wild Thing Vaughn. They said, let's just win the whole bleeping thing. I'm kind of like that for TCU right now. Is this a personality flaw? Is this an issue? No, I don't think uh, it is. I find myself, I guess... Uh, you're, you got the Kansas roots in, you're right. Right, so I'm pulling for Kansas State and friends and stuff. But the you know hope to see the Big 12 in the college football playoff, I don't think is out of character. And there is a part of me, too, that's like, let's see if TCU... Let's see if the Big 12, right? By proxy, the Big 12 through TCU, can they hang it all? Because typically in college football playoffs past save for one Rose Bowl and one good first half versus Clemson, the answer to that has been no. The Big 12 cannot hang in uh, the college football playoffs. So if TCU gets in, it would be interesting to see, could Duggan, could Quentin Johnson, could this TCU team that's been a walking heart attack, (laughs) can they go in and find a way to hang and win? Would, okay, I I, hate getting in comparison games, but – in the most NASCAR way of a restrictor plate race crash possible. I'll use those infamous terms from the spotter and driver. We're in this. All right, we're in this. Would it, would it be fair to say that maybe of the defenses that have represented the big 12, I know I'm having to point a finger back at ourselves, that maybe TCU is a little better defensively than what Oklahoma sent. I'm on basket. Mo- on I'm multiple asking. occasions, no doubt. Okay. And I, offensively, they're 
comparable to comparable some right. of the offenses. Maybe a better, maybe a better complete offense than what OU went with in 2019. Yeah, the Jalen Hurts team. But I would take the Baker and Kyler. Both. I would take the two Baker teams and the Kyler team, right? the The most disappointing to me was the season that they went against Clemson because of the one-two punch they had at running back. Now, I, I, I understand that when Oklahoma got to the playoff game, both got hurt. Oh, gosh, Mixon got rocked. Mixon, you're starting to get in that category of kind of worrying about him a little bit with concussions after the one he suffered earlier this year. I, I, listen, I'm not going down that road. I digress. But just a general question, right? I, I kind of feel like – I don't know. where Are you looking up where TCU ranks right now? Yeah, in total defense. Okay. I, I don't think it's going to wow you. But it definitely hasn't wowed yet. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of asking the question. They've had some games to where they've given up a lot of puntos. Where are they? Seventy fourth. But I kind of, kind of feel like it's pretty good defense. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, and they've been playing better football here at Lately. the end of the season. Which who knows? I don't think that they have the same talent as this group, but no. it is LSU ish. If they keep it rolling. Yeah, it really could be. And and it's funny because if you start looking at that TCU 2D and everyone that is of the mindset, well, how is, how is TCU doing this? They haven't had the recruiting classes Oklahoma has had. How are they doing this? Well, you start looking around at the development, and, and it's pretty obvious in, you know, two, two guys – and part of that development, too, is you, you hit a few home runs out of the transfer portal, right? Not not to say your entire team is built in the portal, but you've hit a few homers in the portal. But for the most part, it's it's development. Quinton Johnston, first-round pick, right? Development guy. Guy you had in your program from, from day one. And I, I think the good Lord has gifted him with some incredible skills and size, but this was, you know, this is one of those few guys that was a big-time recruit that Gary Patterson won on. Savion Williams, Darius Davis, all developmental dudes. They're old. They're old AF, as the kids might say. But I asked bottom line more than anything else. They've got some really good players, and what Hodges and Newton – well, I guess it's fair to say, too, in that secondary, Abe, uh, or Mark Perry and Abe Camera. I mean, they've used the portal wisely, not just this past season, but the year leading up to this year. So, they're a very talented football team. They're not going in there as some, as some scrub who just happened to stumble into, into winning a few games. They both, My by opinion. the way – Kansas State and TCU are nice examples that things can change quickly. True. True. And I, it's kind of wild. I still think, gosh, you, you guys want to go deep on this, flipping over to the Kansas State side here at 915. We're talking about the Big 12 championship game off the top. But, you know, Kansas State probably wasn't even at its best with Adrian Martinez outside of one – unfortunate Saturday in Norman, which was kind of Martinez's shining gym. 
I mean, two incredible resurgent stories kind of make the headlines here in the Big 12, right? Where did Will Howard come from after the disaster that he was? Guy still making fun of me for putting him in my spotlight in the OUK State game? Pretty heady, huh? Pretty heady when we saw what happened. Yeah, you were ahead of the curve. I saw that. Someone, I don't remember who it was, but someone in the broadcast booth said, why would he put Will Howard in his spotlight? You are seeing why. You are seeing why. Um, meanwhile, Max Duggan, again, a guy who started. I, I, we had we were talking to Coach Stoops yesterday, and he pointed out two guys in Will Howard and Adrian Martinez who had started, or, or excuse me, Will Howard and um, Max Duggan who had started. But meanwhile, Max Duggan had lost his job after being on campus for like four years, or being a three-year start. He lost his job. And comes out and does what he is doing. I just listen. I I have FOMO. I hate it that Oklahoma isn't a part of this, but I think there's some cool stories to this weekend. Please don't be mad at me that I find myself wanting to see just TCU run the whole table. Now national championship, we'll see. Though I will say, if I think they can hang with Michigan. I think they can hang with the Wolverines. I really do. And if something happens where Michigan and, oh my gosh, Korea just scored. And if something, oh, they're going to say offsides. If something happens, boy, TCU-USC could be something in the first round, right? But bottom line, more than anything else, let's just see what happens on Saturday. Kansas State, to me, is the greatest what-if this season, Josh. What if they had... Played no. just a little bit better against Tulane. Yeah, what if they had not stunk against Tulane? Right. What if you go with Will Howard the entire game instead of Adrian Martinez? Though, Martinez played incredible in that second half against Texas. What if you didn't have to get down to your third-string quarterback against TCU? Yeah, I mean, Kansas State this week, it would be interesting if they had, again, taken care of business versus Tulane and won that first game at TCU, and then if they, whatever, stumbled versus Texas and was one loss coming into this thing, both of these teams were one loss, like what would be the discussion about it? Would it be getting the win and you're in treatment, or, or would it not? It's a great question. And it's Well, it is and it's not because it just doesn't matter, right? But <laughs> – I like it, Josh. It matters to me. But and then what would that mean for Ohio State? Would we be treating it to a ah? Well, Ohio State's getting in anyways. I don't know. Fascinating. There is quite the fight going on, by the way, on Twitter.com between Ohio State and Alabama fans. It's really, I say this with peace and love. It's like that loser fest conversation where, and and I'm not being mean to any fan base. It's just where our losses aren't as bad as your one loss. No, no, no. Our one loss is against, no, no, no. But I mean, it's literally, that's what's happening right now between Ohio State and Alabama fan. It's hilarious. To some degree, it's like that South Park episode. Nah, but we're really good losers. We're really good losers. (laughs) They don't want to advance in the Little League. I, I, I grabbed one of them this morning. Not sure why some college football media lump Ohio State with Alabama when they're talking about the playoffs. One still has a shot, one doesn't. Unless those same people who think TCU should be in regardless 
only think that when we're talking about Ohio State. So they don't think Bama should be in, correct? Yeah, that's that's where the little battle is between Ohio State and Bama. Why are you talking about your team? You're not in this. It's fantastic to watch. Now, again, we're on the outside, so you can't really hate too much, regardless of what your affiliation is to probably 90% of the listeners to this station, be it OU, OSU, or Tulsa. We're on the outside, but still, it is it is kind of fun to see the meltdown. It would be a nice way to get folks uh, that aren't totally on board yet with a 12-team playoff. Exactly. So, I, when we come back, now, I've got a series of questions today that I have for you, Josh Helmer, and the Royal U. I'm going to try to make each of them segments, so that way it's not coming up, and I'm, and I'm just delaying playing Bill Snyder to the last hour of the show. So... When we come back, Josh Helm and Air Comfort Solutions texters and callers for the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, do you buy any any path, any chance for Alabama to get in? Are they more deserving than Ohio State? I this is this is what I've nerded out on on my phone whenever everyone else is watching Christmas movies in my house now. So we'll dive into it next, right here. On the home of Sooner fans. Hour one of the Plank Show is brought to you by Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence, their perfection, as always, is your protection. Is that right? I got it. Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com. Yes, they've got a great deal going on. We'll tell you more about it as the show goes on. You got any big plans? Are you got any high school this weekend? I've got. Uh oh. Excuse me. Clear the clear the throat there. Yeah, I've got hoops tonight. So okay. I've got Norman North versus Westmore. That is a double header. Six o'clock, seven thirty. KRFSports.tv. So I got that tonight, and then tomorrow, man, I'm like you. I'm kicking back. I'm watching football all day. And I'm putting up Christmas lights. Yeah, I got one Christmas tree out of the way, so we got that project done. I will probably get wrangled into some more Christmassy this and Christmassy that this weekend. But, uh, yeah, just mostly hanging out. Um, what about you, my friend? Well, I mean, I'm on cloud nine because I'm going to uh, a high school football playoff game tonight. Woo! So I'm pretty jacked Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. up. I started sending out the – well, I didn't send out anything. I don't have any friends. But I saw a couple of people. I'm like, hey, let me know where you're going to be sitting when I get there. You know, I, I don't think I've gone to a road high school football game as a fan – since the 90s, I usually, I mean, not trying to sound like it, but if I was going to a high school game, I was getting paid to whenever I was in Tulsa. That wasn't my, that wasn't my rules. Out of the ex-wives rules, you better be getting paid if you're going there. Yes, ma'am. So Funny, funny how that stays the same. So I'm paying. I'm going to get to be a fan tonight. I'm very excited about it. Well, I've already got my shirt on. Yes, you do. Man, you're ready to roll. It just shows how much you care. I do care. I've got a cowbell. Now, uh, granted, the cowboy bell says, uh, bring me beer, so I'll probably have to cover that up for tonight. Yeah, but I would get some tape. I'm ready to go. Uh, oh, Washington and Jones tonight. Good little rivalry in Putnam City. Did I tell you about the first mistake I made when I pulled up the schedule? What, what mistake did you make? I saw Putnam City, and for some reason I thought it was Ponca City. Korea just scored to not up the match with Portugal. I think oh, let's go, Korea. It doesn't matter, though, right? Doesn't matter. Well, Korea needs to win to move on. Oh, Portugal's already moving on. Gotcha. Yeah. <gasps> oh, Ronaldo looks mad. Um, Why, why, why in the heck is he playing? He, I, I have no idea. They're, they're already moving on, so it's all good. 
Babe, Washington Warriors tonight. I'm all in. I first thought that it was in Ponca City instead of Putnam City. If you get to that point where you're fighting that sensation again and you say to yourself, man, I, I need more friends, you can – I'm not going to the game, but if you just want to experience that, you can text me and ask where I'm sitting and I'll – Sounds good. I'll okay. play along with I you. I appreciate you. Where you at? Where you at in the stands right now? Yeah, I first looked it up, and I don't know how I misread it. I thought it said Ponca City, and I even went to – church that night and told someone where this is ridiculous why are we driving all the way to ponca city for this match and the dude looks at me and goes oh it was trevor trevor looks at me and goes putnam city bro i'm like oh okay that makes a little bit more sense <laughs> trev from here no 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 trevor anderson dude one of the few people i put in dudes that i think might actually like me there's a hand That's it's, it's a very small group right now but trev's in that group You're all pretty right. popular on the text line well, uh, so my man Cody here was wanting a birthday shout. Yeah, I'm pretty popular because I've blocked all the hate. <laughs> the, the, TJ always talks about how he protects Toby from the uh, from the text line. I'm like, Toby, just get a login. Block everyone. That's a jerk. Um, Cody, I think, actually became one of my favorite texters, not only because he said today was his 30th birthday, which makes me very jealous that you're only 30, Cody. Happy birthday. And not that he said I'm his favorite radio guy, but – I always check the previous text messages, and uh, listen, this is no offense, but I'm pretty sure this person isn't in Oklahoma anyway. He said, the way the traffic reporter talks makes me want to cut my ears off. Bro, I am the same. I am the same. In the mornings, it's like, wow. Will you talk normal? This comes from a guy with a terrible voice, too, so I, I accept it. But, yeah, can happy I, birthday, Cody. Can I, I get can't some stand explanation the on the lyrics either. that they, they texted in? Um, I do not know. You'll have to ask birthday boy Cody. Cody, can you please elaborate? It's from one. It's from one that you played. Maybe it has to be because it was a nine eleven, nine eleven a.m. Sorry. All right. Um, let's get to sports. I get back to sports guy. He's like dominating my headroom right now. So, Josh Helmer, Ohio State or Alabama, if. Something happens with USC tonight against Utah. He was offsides. Goal, Ronaldo. But, oh, no, it was blocked. He was offsides, though. We're knotted up at one in Group H. This is a fascinating match that's going on right now. All right, Josh. If USC or TCU loses, USC or TCU, do we then see a situation where an Alabama or Ohio State should slide in? Let's just get that question out of the way here. Does it depend on the game? Now, USC, I think they're out. Two losses, they're out. I think TCU has a chance with one loss, especially if USC loses. Yeah, if USC loses, then I think Ohio State's getting in. Okay, so is- or there's a debate between Ohio State and Alabama. I think Ohio State would win that debate. Because they are a one-loss team who, dependent upon, again, what happens between Michigan and Purdue. That's right. I got a pretty good idea what's going to happen between (laughs) Michigan and Purdue. (laughs) And that idea would be that I think Michigan is going to absolutely stomp the Boilers come uh, tomorrow. So assuming that that does, in fact, happen, then you're talking about an Ohio State team that, yeah, fourth quarter, they got their doors blown off. But, man, you got one loss. And it's versus either the number one or number two seed in this thing. I like this from the eight five zero, because I said what 
let's let's spin a segment here. We got just a couple minutes left. If you're comparing both resumes and teams, Ohio State or Alabama, who would get your vote? Now, I, I think Josh as this week has progressed. I've been sliding over to the Dan Wetzel side of things, and I'm gonna I'm gonna finally play that for you coming up later on in the show, which is we're set. These these are your four teams. Tonight and then Saturday is just for seeding. And that's this is it. But gosh darn it, Dan, Dan, how dare you ruin this weekend for us? But I gotta tell you something, man. I'm falling into a trap that I know shouldn't matter. I think Alabama's the more talented team. And I wanna see if there's that debate. I feel like I've seen CJ Stroud in big games. It's like, I'm good. I want to see more Bryce Young. And I know someone say, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. I, this is a battle for the number one draft pick, essentially is what it is. Unless the Texans say, yeah, we're going to tank again next year so we can get Caleb Williams. I, I don't know. And the NFL doesn't have a tanking problem yet. <laughs> Even, the one time they had it, they, they find a first-round draft pick of the coach involved. But even though, again, that wasn't anything they found, right, but pretty steep penalty for the accusations against him. I guess I'm falling into the I want to see Bryce Young. I want to see Will Anderson play. I want to I want to watch this. In, and and I, I know, I know Ohio State has just as much talent, but, man, get, give me a little bit more of Jameer Gibbs Give me a, a little bit more of Jermaine Burton. Give me a little bit more of Will Anderson and Henry Tua Tua. I, now, as far as the actual resume is concerned, this is where that debate comes in, right? Two close losses to – where did LSU fall to? Okay, LSU is 14. Tennessee is 7. Two close losses on the road to the 7th and 14th ranked teams. Both of them essentially happened on the last play. But it's and both of them were on the road, but it's still two losses. Ohio State's just happens to be a recency thing, right? It just happened last week. Would it be viewed differently if that had been their earlier midseason game and they ended up winning down the stretch like they did? Which, by the way, they weren't very good against Maryland. They weren't very good against Maryland. So I don't know, Josh. I I feel like Ohio State's still going to get that edge. Unless Michigan and Purdue play a barn burner that's like a one-point game. Then I think I do think the results this weekend will matter in the eyes of some, right? Because well, what if Purdue beats Michigan? Right. Then is Michigan automatically still in if Purdue beats them? Wait, now you can, can Purdue beat them? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they cannot. Absolutely I not. Wish, I wish y'all could see the stone-faced confidence when I'm staring right at him after he goes, well, what if Purdue beats him? I'm like, can that happen? Knowing that Josh covers the Big Ten and he covers Iowa literally as, as straight-faced as you can. Like, no. <laughs> not going to happen, man. Uh, all right, anyway, I, I like this from the Air Comfort Solutions text line because I, I do think whenever you, you dive into the, the depths of this, it's pretty fascinating. From the 850, Alabama has a case over Ohio State. They lost two incredibly close games, both on the road and both to really good teams. Ohio State got boat raced by Michigan at home. I know people want to look at the record, but put those Bama games on a neutral field and Vegas will tell you one is a win and the other goes to OT. 
you put those games at Bama and they win. I don't think the Ohio State argument holds water, and I hate, I hate Ohio, uh, Alabama. Here's from the 918. Who does Alabama have a quality win over? Ole Miss, an 8-4 and four team? Now, I, I will say I agree with that a lot. But I do think there's something to be said about where that team was when they beat them. So I'm just – maybe I'm being a little bit too forgiving, but I completely – but I completely and and currently find myself in a situation where I can't I, I, I can't necessarily argue with that too much. I don't know Alabama's quality win. I mean, if you were to listen to Colin Coward, apparently the fact that they went and played Texas is reason enough to give them the nod over Ohio State. Meanwhile, Ohio State played Notre Dame in their non conference this year. Uh it, no, I, I don't. I guess more than anything else, Josh, it's just it's wide open in that debate. Here's one from the 405. Ohio State and Bama are probably my top two hated college football teams for me personally. But what about Tennessee? If Hooker wasn't hurt, they should go over both of the previously mentioned. Well, yeah. If if Hooker was healthy. They definitely have the argument over Alabama because they beat Alabama. Now, the thing that would be working against Tennessee is they would easily have the worst loss of the three. Mm. But we don't have to worry about them because, again, Hooker is hurt. (sighs) Yeah, and that matters. I mean, I'm sorry, but that does matter. And it's been shown historically that it matters in the world of college basketball. And I know that's apples and oranges, but – it matters. So, yeah, I agree. But Tennessee's not the same team without Hendon Hooker, as we've learned. Look at us just confining one segment or one argument to a segment. Kind of proud right now. It's beautiful, isn't it? It'll come back up here next segment. We know it. All right. So, Alabama or Ohio State, if it comes down to it, in your opinion, who gets the edge? 405-329-9000. That's a Riverwind Casino call-in line. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line 651-3439, area code 405-651-3439. Hour one is always brought to you by Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com. It is the Plank Show. All right. <laughs> it's very funny. Got a very funny text during the break. I'll, I'll leave the name as just super secret textoso advisor. The Kardashian All-Star team is being debated right now on Twitter, I see, with the news of what we've learned, I guess, over Chris Paul, about Chris Paul. So the starting lineup for the Kardashian All-Star team would be Chris Paul, James Harden, Ben Simmons, Blake Griffin, and Tristan Thompson. Which Devin, With Devin Booker, Lamar Odom, Jordan Clarkson, Rashad McCants, and Chris Humphreys, Coming off the bench. By, oh, my gosh. Chris. Devin Booker is not coming off the bench. Well, I mean, are you starting him over Paul or Harden? Probably make him that third guard, go three yeah, guard. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of some of those, what was the starting five? Uh, Paul Harden, Simmons, Griffin, Yeah, Tristan get Simmons Thompson. the heck out of there. Are you okay. kidding me? I didn't, didn't know if you wanted size in that lineup or not. No, I want good players. I I had to crack up because my, my granny, my grandma, loved the Kardashians. And her way of connecting with me sports-wise was to ask questions about Chris Humphrey. Because she watched the show 
And so she became a Chris Humphreys fan. She would call me. She'd be like, did Chris Humphreys get signed anywhere? I'm like, no, Grandma, I don't think so. Oh, that's too bad. I really like him with the Kardashians. Uh, all right, anyway, well done. Well played. I don't necessarily know if you can win that game without starting Devin Booker. So I'm with Josh. This is Chris Paul's dating her now, or I don't. You know what? I haven't really caught up on that drama this morning. I've been too busy debating Ohio State versus Alabama things that really matter. From the four hundred five off the Air Comfort Solutions text line, which is the best way to stay in touch with not just this program, but based on someone who listens to this station twenty four seven, pretty much all day long. It's become the lifeblood of this of this network. The loss to South Carolina by Tennessee looks a little better since South Carolina also just beat Clemson. That's true. It looks like a good, improving team. True, but again, their Heisman Trophy quarterback is out. Yeah, and and you can't – well, right, and you also can't give up like 75 points. That is true. There's there's no scenario where – and I know they didn't give up that many, but didn't they give up 60-something? Yeah, they gave up a lot of puntos. Not very good. Um, stop, just stop, begs the 918. Alabama has two losses, almost a third against Texas. They haven't done anything to prove they deserve to be in it. It is time we stop giving Alabama a pass. Oof. I I agree, but I'm sorry. Maybe that's where I'm a sucker to that brand and to those guys, which I shouldn't be. Dude, you want to talk about maybe they should have lost a third game? I'll throw a fourth game on there, too. Should have lost to Texas A&M. A&M literally ran the same play that LSU did, had a guy open, and the quarterback airmailed it not once, but twice. Twice. So I I get what you're saying. I'm there with you. I'm I'm not trying to fight. And then Zach writes, how many Sooner fans are now diehard Utah Ute fans today? Quite a few. And there were many. And there will be even more tonight. It's funny that that question gets asked. I was asked that exact question on our pat- podcast taping last night. Right. I said, everybody that doesn't have money on USC, that's an Oklahoma fan, will be rooting for Utah in this game. Or you could look at it like I do sometimes. This whole mess at quarterback is all Cam Rising's fault. If he just would have stayed committed and stayed at Oklahoma, we might not be in this mess right now. Mm. I, don't, I don't know how I equated that, but he, he decommitted way early to go to Texas. Or you like living on the wild side and you would like maximum hurt for right. Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley. So you're like, well, let him win one more just, 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 just to get embarrassed. My gosh, that's all the way back to 2018. That Rising was committed? Right. Man, you want to talk about a dude that seems like he's been around forever. All right, quick break. When we come back, Lee Sterling joins us to handicap the weekend from ParamountSports.com next, right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. All right, we go straight to the Riverwind Casino jackpot line on this Friday. Our man is back, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Lee, you got your college football blowout special that was on Kansas State. Uh, you're 5-1 and one on your 45-50 to 50 unit plays. Congratulations on another great year, man. Thanks so much. It's fun. <laughs> it's quiet <laughs> here. When you win, no one's calling you. Um, so, nice to win. And then also, when you hit the big games, you know, that's like, you know, hitting these double unit plays uh, makes things even, even better. So, uh, hopefully our teams, you know, 
Had some up and ups and downs this year. Can turn it around. Boy, the portal. Have you seen? There's some really good quarterbacks in the portal yes, next year. It's wild. <laughs> I mean, and and how about one already committing? You know, Josh covers a lot of right. Iowa. He's already got himself yeah. a new quarterback next year. It's crazy, man. I, I'm hearing he, they paid him 250 grand. Is that right? There is definitely yeah. buzz out there, Lee, that this was an yeah. Iowa Ooh. Swarm, which is their is name, their... image, and likeness collective. And, yeah, it, it was a yeah. success via the NIL. Let's go. All right, well, let's get to your yeah, picks. Now all oh. they got to do is get them uh, some receivers that uh, can run <laughs> – uh, quicker than five flat 40s. Yeah, especially since uh, Iowa's receivers now are all in the portal for some reason. Lee, let's talk yep. about the games you've got this yep. week. And we spend a lot of time in hour one just talking about here Kansas State and TCU. I I really like TCU, but that seems like a pretty big number, though. We've seen an adjustment in that number, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 you know, it's just it's gone back and forth, but it's settled right now at TCU two and a half here. And I think it's going to sit here. I think people just can't figure it out here. Two top ten teams as far as turnover margin. How about this? Both quarterbacks didn't even start the year as a starter, but Will Howard averaging 9.3 yards per pass attempt since he took over Max Duggan, 29 touchdowns and five TD runs. Um, Both have top big-time big play running backs here. I think the difference, if he can play, and I think he's going to suit up, is TCU wide receiver 6'4", Quinton Johnson. He is a big-time player, almost unguardable. I think he's going to go top 10, top 12 in the draft uh, come April. So, uh, you know, winning close games and finishing strong, I think they're good characteristics for a team to have. And sometimes odds makers just kind of undervalue that to some degree here. I like TCU. They keep winning, 35-30. To the national Football League, a big one. Kansas City, an AFC championship rematch. Kansas City by a couple over Cincinnati. How do you see this? Are the Chiefs getting revenge here, or do the Bengals remain Kansas City's kryptonite? Do you guys believe in circle games for teams that guys just zero in on one? I do. Absolutely. I do. I'm a believer in that. I do. I I love when when coaches deny it, though. (laughs) I tell you this. As soon as Kansas City saw the schedule, almost every player to a T, they're like, okay, this is the one we got to have. I think they win the game. They go for the field goal that last play before half instead of going for it from the one-yard line, the AFC Championship. I think it totally changed the game. I think they were looking ahead last week. They were 1-6 in in the red zone against the Rams here. And everyone talks about, you know, uh, the offense. Their defense doesn't get much pub. They have totally turned over the roster. They only have four guys on the entire team that were there when Patrick Mahomes got drafted. This defense has 35 sacks on the season here. I like Kansas City, 35-25. And then an interesting one on Sunday night, Dallas, big number over Indy right now. They should have flexed Miami and San Francisco to this game. This is a big mistake here. I think this game's going to be a runaway. Matt Ryan just does not. He can't elude the the rush anymore. On top of that, I mean, his just decision making. He's just a half second slow delivering the ball, uh, throwing into coverage. They are minus ten of the Colts in turnover ratio. I think their defense is suspect. This Dallas running game, two top running backs, and Dak finally being a hundred percent. Look out here. Sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it. 
How about them Cowboys? 31-13. Hey, all right. Uh, speaking that's pretty of, good, right? That's good. I like it, Lee. But, How about them Cowboys? Well, not quite, not not quite Jimmy Johnson. Yes, but when you hang around him enough, you know, you pick get up it. a few uh, nuances. Hey, speaking of that game that maybe you should have seen flexed in there, how can folks get that San Francisco Miami game from you, Lee? Just just call 800-400-9741. It's a big client play for me. Don't usually give those away. You want to get that game for free. 800-400-9741 and we've won 13 out of 16 weeks. Anyone wants to hop on board, a uh, great great holiday gift uh uh, for your significant other, uh, you want to get it just two ninety seven. We call it Double Down December Championship Week. You get twenty seven bowl games in December, four weeks of the NFL, just two hundred ninety seven dollars. One place, ParamountSports.com. Yeah, man. Have a great holiday, Lee. We'll talk to you again soon, bud. You too, guys. Take care. I said holiday. I mean, we're going to talk to him before Christmas. I don't know what I'm doing. Right I now. told him Happy Thanksgiving when he hopped on. Okay, so well that, it, it kind of fits our theme this morning. Maybe I should have said, "I hope you had a great holiday." <laughs> but I started laughing in the middle of that because I hadn't seen the not top ten on the Clemson punt return, where are the kick return where they the guy just threw the ball forward. <laughs> It's like they huddle up. They've got what looks like something pretty cool, and then dude just launches the ball out of nowhere. It's like what? All right, we're keeping trap. Uh, track and tabs on the World Cup while this match rolls on, courtesy of All-American Roofing, while this show rolls on. And when we come back, had a lot of good conversations yesterday with Tulsa icon Tyler Lockett, talked with Skylar Thompson, got a lot on Kansas State. We'll talk the Kansas State side of the Big 12 championship game. Plus, dare we talk Heisman? That's next, right here on The Ref.